Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Today is episode number 31, Titanic. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Good evening, David. Good evening, Kristen, and good evening, listeners. Titanic is a 1997 epic romance and disaster film. It was directed, written, co-produced, and co-edited by James Cameron. And it stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, Billy Zane, Kathy Bates, Francis Fisher, Bernard Hill, Jonathan Hyde, Danny Nucci, David Warner, and Bill Paxton. So, I know Leonardo Who's DiCaprio. Bill Paxton in the movie? Bill Paxton is the treasure hunter guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never have noticed that, ever. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Let's continue on. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton is someone who I apparently should know, just like looking at his his filmography on Wikipedia, but I didn't. I didn't recognize Bill Paxton. Yeah. Wow. Um, didn't think yeah. he would. I knew Leonardo DiCaprio and Kathy Bates. And like, I don't know that I previously could have picked Kate Winslet out of a lineup, but I knew her name and I knew that she was in this movie. The one person I did recognize, of course, was Billy Zane, who stars in my favorite B-movie of all time, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. <laughs> so of course I knew Billy Zane of all people in this movie. What is Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight? That sounds amazing. Oh, it's... I was going to say fantastic, but that's not true. <laughs> it's um it's this really wonderful cheesy B horror movie that like had no budget and um one of the best one of the best nights I had when I was living in Austin is they have this chain of movie theaters called the Alamo Draft House and they have different like They'll show old movies on the big screen sometimes. And around Halloween one year, somehow they got a copy of an actual reel of Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. And they showed it on the big screen for like the 12 of us that knew about this movie and cared enough to go pay to see it on the big screen. And it was it was fantastic. Um, highly recommend uh, the Tales from the Crypt movies, they are very cheesy and really good if you're into that kind of B-horror movie kind of thing. Starring Billy Zane. Starring Billy Zane. I'll add it to my watch list. It's very important to me to ask if you recognized anybody else in this movie. Who else should I, who else should I have recognized in this movie that I, I didn't? Because that's everybody. Not five, David. Not five. What? <laughs> God. I guess this is from only having seen Titanic once. Uh, 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 Mr. Andrews, the shipbuilder. Yes. Y you're sure you Some haven't call seen that him? The architect. In ar the architect. You're sure you haven't seen him in anything else? He looked familiar. God. He looked familiar. But I, right. I don't know who he is. Who is he? Uh, imagine him being significantly worse and hitting on a female law student. Oh, he's the he's the the lawyer from Legally Blonde. He is. He Congratulations! Is. You don't get any points because I we don't. had to lead you to it. But I don't. we are proud of you for getting there. No, I did. I, I knew. 
that I had seen him in things before, but I didn't know his name and I couldn't have told you without several hints uh, where I would have noticed him from. So, yeah, he's a, he's Legally a, Blonde. He's a good bean, that Mr. Andrews. He's much more enjoyable in this movie. Yeah, definitely. He is. Definitely. So some more Titanic facts. Titanic was, at the time, the most expensive movie ever made with a budget of $200 million, which is sort of like nothing now. Today, I know. Yeah, I was looking at the list on Wikipedia of the uh, the most expensive films ever made, and Titanic is like, it's way down there. It's like number 40 or 42 <laughs> or something right now. Are they accounting for inflation? Like, they probably are. Because lots of movies are very expensive these days. But, like, I wonder how much that is in 2021 money as opposed to 1997 money. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Adjusted for inflation, they have this also on the Wikipedia. Titanic is number six. It would be $319 million in 2021 money. That's crazy. But... Do you know the most expensive movie ever made? Avatar? Yeah. No. Avatar is way what? down there. Oh. oh. Um, I feel like I know this. I feel like yeah. I learned it. This is surely been a trivia And my brain question. just says no. I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I have uh, no guesses. Uh, um, uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just, just keep, I you're getting, make a guess, you're getting warmer. I for, I've forgotten every single movie that's ever been made. The, the first movie that came to mind when I was like, "Well, if it's not Avatar, it must be," and I thought Garfield. <laughs> right? Like I thought, like Chicken Little. <laughs> that can't, that can't be right. I'll give you. Surely I'll give you. I'll not, give you a hint. Correct. It's, okay, let's okay. do it like we did. You. It's the fourth movie in a franchise. Harry Potter and the... God, what's it called? Goblet of Fire? Yes, I just kept getting Triwizard Tournament. Uh, I don't think... And I'm like, that's the vibe. I don't think that's the most expensive, but that's the first fourth thing I thought of. Um, is that correct? It is not correct. Um, the Hobbit. No, but The Hobbit is closer. I mean, closer uh, in that it's oh. on the list. <laughs> not, not closer in that um, it has anything to do with the movie that's number one. Uh, <laughs> thematically. Uh, it's not. Also, it's I not... know that The Hobbit isn't the fourth. I'm just saying, like, you had the three Lord of the Rings movies and then you had a Hobbit movie. Disclaimer. Okay. I don't know. What were you going to say? Uh, uh, the old. <laughs> See, I both don't think this movie is correct, and I don't even know if it's the fourth in its trilogy, but was Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol the fourth in the Mission Impossible series? I or think so. That feels like a really off choice, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, Mission it's Impossible a great movie. Ghost Protocol. It is. No, but that okay. is that is close in that it's not the first franchise i would have thought of it's pirates of the caribbean on stranger tides what 
It's weird that that's the most expensive because that's the one no one remembers. Yeah, nobody cares about that movie. Yeah, it was $379 million adjusted for inflation, $430 million. Congrats oh to Stranger Tides, I guess. Yeah, so much for a movie that I had never heard of. <laughs> Interesting. It was protocol. Well, that was fun trivia. Anyway. That was fun. Trivia. <laughs> that, that took like five minutes. Yeah, that uh, took a while. <laughs> back to Titanic. <laughs> um, so Titanic was a box office sensation, becoming the first film to gross over $1 billion. And after it was re-released in 3D in 2012 for the, the centennial of the Titanic sinking, it became the second movie ever to surpass $2 billion at the box office behind another Cameron film, Avatar. It also received widespread critical acclaim, being nominated for 14 Academy Awards, which ties 1950's All About Eve for the most Oscar nominations ever, and it won 11 of them, including Best Picture and Best Director, tying Ben-Hur for most wins. So there you go, Titanic. Hmm. Titanic. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lie. It's amazing. What? I love Titanic. You're not allowed to not like it. Okay. Ten. Give it on, okay, so wait, of, what you, on a scale of yeah. one to ten. Out of ten? I don't know. I wasn't... Let's do the plot summary, and then we'll talk about it. No, I no, need the no. number. <laughs> I think I'd commit. I think I'd say it's like a six. David. Jesus. I don't know. I wasn't. Let's, <laughs> in case it's been a while since you've seen it. <laughs> Titanic. Fine. Take the coward's way out. We'll get to it in a second. Titanic is the story of Rose DeWitt Bukater. Bukater? Bukater. DeWitt Bukater. An upper-class 17-year-old engaged to the wealthy and abusive Cal Hockley as they board the Titanic for a journey to America. Distraught over her engagement and feeling trapped by rich society, she climbs over the railing of the ship and is about to jump to her death when Jack Dawson intervenes, talking her out of her plan to kill herself. A poor yet charming artist who won his ticket aboard the ship in a poker game, Jack falls for Rose. And despite initially rejecting his advances, Rose decides she wants to be with him, too. This doesn't sit well with Cal, who has the two followed, and has Jack framed for stealing an enormous diamond. Also, in the present, robots. <laughs> Some Irish step dancing, a lucky axe swing, and an Italian friend that we forget all about, Titanic. Yeah, so... Who forgets about Fabrizio? Fabrizio. Yeah, Fabrizio. he just disappears for like two hours. I mean, yeah, I he's don't know what he's up doing to. doing things. It's not what Jack's up to. No. I mean, it might, it might be. He, uh, <laughs> but if he had his own romance in the background, we don't know. He really hit it off with that, that, that girl be... at the Irish step dancing scene. He did. Yeah. And at the, at the very end, they were standing next to each other. Yeah. When Rose walks through the doors after she dies. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah. So that's the other Titanic plot line. Yeah, Fabrizio. Which has got to be better than be on Netflix. Titanic 2. <laughs> did you know there is a Titanic 2? I did. Yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix and it's like the iceberg hits back. 
<laughs> Wait, what? But like the iceberg is the one that hit in the first place. The iceberg doesn't need a retaliation hit. No, because the thing is, in the first time, the iceberg's just chilling there, and then the I boat hits the iceberg. Yes. And so, in this bad Netflix Titanic 2 movie that my cousin and I watched years ago, there's a tidal wave that, that has the iceberg in it, and then it <laughs> smashes into the boat. <laughs> Why didn't we watch Titanic 2? That sounds so much better. What do you mean, so much better? What's your beef with Titanic? Yeah, continue with your with your continue hiding behind your plot summary. No, the plot summary is done now. We can move oh, on. Okay. We can move on. Should can we talk? We? Should we? Should we talk about our personality quiz results? Oh, I yeah, we could do that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. We can get to that later. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Seeing it for the first time, like, it's so long. <laughs> it's so long, and I didn't care about the frame at all which is what the movie starts with. And we get like 25 minutes of them in a submarine before we ever go back to 1912. So I started out like really bored with the movie and it was sort of hard for me to recover from that. Like, I don't know. I liked Rose as a character a lot, especially towards the end where she kind of snaps and is just like, I'm done being polite, God damn it. And like <laughs> starts punching people and um, like really comes into her own. But, like, I don't know. I knew that it was a disaster film going into it, in that it's about a disaster. But, like, I didn't realize, like, quite how many disaster movie tropes that it plays into throughout. Like, there's so many shots of them, like, running down a hallway with a giant wall of water coming behind them. And there's, like, the rich jerk who tries to buy his way out of the situation. And, like... I don't know what else was there. There was like a suspense sequence where Jack and Rose are trapped behind the gate and the guy like drops the keys. So they're trying to open the door before they drown. And it all, it all made the movie a lot less, I guess a lot less serious than I thought it would be. Like I was expecting drama and romance, but I wasn't expecting Billy Zane, like maniacally chasing Jack and Rose with a pistol and firing wildly at them and stuff. Okay. I don't know. You respect Billy Zane in this movie, David. Like that's the rules in this house are you no, love Billy Zane. No, I love like, Billy Zane. Sucks, but he's, I love but Billy, Billy Zane, Zane in so general. Good in, in general. In this movie. But like I don't know. The movie just it felt like kind of a kind of a mess. I don't know. You can be blase about some things, David, but you can't be blase about Titanic. <laughs> I said I said it's so about get that right. I, said I almost it, got that quote right. I said it's about a six. I think that's where I would sit. With Whatever. It. Like I'm not. I'm the, not gonna the, watch this one again anytime soon. The problem is that you're saying things that I am famous for saying, which are this one scene was long, and so I hate all of the movie. Now that <laughs> now that this one scene like like bored me to tears, and like this movie in general is too long. Those are those are famous famous hallmarks of reasons Hallie doesn't like things. But like Titanic, I don't know. I don't care when I'm watching Titanic. I don't know what it is about these like classic pop culture, really long blockbuster phenomenons that I'm fine with. I guess I'm so used to the framing device too, uh, because I've seen it so many times that I'm like, yeah, I cannot pay attention during this part. And then when Rose gets there, that's when 
that's when the fun stuff starts. I do think the beginning could be shorter, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I think the beginning is fun. I no, like, I like how the it sets up the thing. And in addition to the story of the Titanic itself, you sort of have this little mystery mm-hmm. of who has the necklace? Where did it go? And so it's a little tiny thing that every now and then just pops back up in the movie. And it's funny because my mom has never seen all of Titanic and she doesn't want to. But several months ago it was on TV or maybe I was watching it, like checked it out from the library and put it in. I don't remember. But it started with, you know, the little underwater submarine trying to explore the Titanic and that actually got my mom's interest. And so I didn't tell her what it was for a little bit. And then she said, what movie is this? And I said, Titanic. And she said, this is Titanic. And I'm like, yeah, it's multidimensional, mother. Colleen. <laughs> There's multiple things happening. There's a story in the modern day where they learn about humanity. And it's good. <laughs> she God. doesn't like it because she thinks that Leonardo DiCaprio looks like a salamander. I wouldn't say a salamander. He's like a puppy. Yeah. Like, like He's little young Leonardo DiCaprio is precious. Like, I never, I, I've never really gotten it because I was too young when there was the big Leo hype. I was more into like Aaron Carter or something. And then he got older, and I was like, oh, older Leo. No offense, but like you're you're old. I'm not. I don't care. But he's so precious in this movie. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I see why he was, like, a big deal in the 90s. Congrats, Leo. Yeah, like, I, I'm not... I don't know. He's just he's just so baby. I guess I was never the right age either. But, like, I can see why he was made a heartthrob after... After Titanic. He's just... I don't know. He's good. He's, he's good. good. He's pure. Kate Winslet is stunning. Because she is... Love all her dresses in this movie. Love her hair. Oh, her hair. Love is the great. character also, but she gets really fun outfits. So naturally, that's what I that's what I stick to. My uh, my only experience with Titanic up until this afternoon when I watched it was I went when I was in North Carolina. I went to this. I don't know if it was like some old mansion or like plantation house or what it was, but it was like this giant house. And they were having just, it, it was like this historical site, but at the same time, they were randomly having this exhibition where they had all of the Titanic costumes set up on mannequins Ooh. throughout the house. What? So you could like wander through this house that was around in the 19 teens or whatever and see all of the titanic costumes and they'd have like a little still of like here's the see-through thing that kate winslet wears right before she takes her clothes off and gets drawn or whatever here's that outfit and i was like cool i don't know that scene at all i know nothing about this movie (laughs) um but Probably yeah, like one of your French girls, you'd never heard that phrase. I have heard that phrase. And then it was in this okay. movie. And I was like, there we go. I, I made a connection. To the, the, <laughs> you to... found the it source clicks. material. Yeah. <laughs> you to... connected the dots. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was the only thing I knew about Titanic is that it had really cool costumes because I'd seen them in person before. That is very cool. And I'm sorry that it was wasted on your Titanic unknowing brain. Yeah, it was pretty. It's true. It was pretty wasted on me. Like, I don't know. And it would be wasted on you now because you don't fully appreciate Titanic. Yeah, you don't. You don't get it. 
apparently you don't get it apparently, like bill paxton studied titanic for three years and he never got it <laughs> not until no, today not. <laughs> yeah i don't know they're for being for being like such a blockbuster and for being like a romantic drama and stuff there were no i don't know i don't know what i'm saying there there were a lot of lines like that <laughs> that were like kind of cheesy yeah and i don't know i found myself laughing at a lot of things that i probably wasn't supposed to be laughing at throughout the movie and maybe it's just like it's from the 90s and watching it today it hasn't aged very well but like maybe just for me other people don't seem to have that issue yeah i was gonna say you're the only person who thinks titanic hasn't aged well i've never heard of anybody saying that complaint i i mean some of the lines are like a little bit hokey like at the beginning when uh fabrizio is like i can't believe you bet all of our stuff and jack is like um you can't lose the whole, the, that whole but poker. It's not got betting when you've got nothing to lose. It's like you're trying a little bit too hard, movie, to make his like opening line like a real zinger. Yeah, the whole poker scene is like very hokey. Yeah, but like I don't know, it's a hokey that feels really earnest and like. No, it does feel. It works for me. It does feel earnest. I will give it that. Like, yeah. that is a, a thing that I did appreciate about it. Is even when it was being cheesy it wasn't being like i don't know self-referentially cheesy or whatever it was like really trying for a thing and that thing just happened to be kind of corny but whatever i can't i'm i'm mad at you (laughs) that's okay so is jack just like a manic pixie dream boy a little bit it works though yeah it's fine like, he's, well, uh, I, I think... don't know if he's quite Manic Pixie Dream Boy, because I feel like a lot of the whole idea behind Manic Pixie Dream insert thing is, um, that, I don't, I, they're, like, just a person, but the person who is sort of attaching themselves to that Manic Pixie Dream person sees them as so much more and as this big life-saving thing. And, like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, especially at the end when Old Rose says that, you know, he saved me in every possible way a person can be saved. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't think, you know, she thought of him as this big other thing. I think she just found a person who she really clicked with and she wanted to sort of live life the way he did. Like, there, there are definitely elements, but I don't think it's enough that you can say... Yeah, Jack is a Manic Pixie Dream Boy. It's hard because I feel like Jack is exactly what Rose needs. And I don't think that being the person that another character like needs necessarily makes you a Manic Pixie Dream love interest. No, I don't know. Not. You'd have to really distill the whole the whole idea of Manic Pixie Dream person to like really get into it. But like um, one of my favorite parts of Titanic is, like, how it's not just two very attractive people met up and hit it off. It's, like, Rose Rose's life was in danger before the disaster, and Jack helped her in a different way than he does later. So, I don't know. I 
it adds depth. That's the that's the closest I can get to articulating it. But like the um I had seen bits and pieces of Titanic when I was little, but then when I finally sat down to watch it all the way through as an adult, I was like, "Oh, there's a there's a like a suicide plot line. I didn't I didn't expect this. I didn't yeah. know this is how they met. I didn't know Rose was going through all of this before this tragedy, and I didn't know that it ended not only with Jack dying, but with like you have to live for me, Rose. Like that's really sad. That's really really sad. And it and but like also I don't know life affirming in a way. I don't know. Rose's story makes Titanic for me. Like like I think it would be a lot less if Rose didn't have that story. Yeah, I agree with that. I do. I do really like rose as a character and i don't know i i do like that she finds somebody who doesn't treat her awfully and like yay like, yay for that it's hooray. a pretty low bar but like i don't know jack like like there's a really small moment that that captures what i really like about jack which is when he tells her she's the most amazing girl woman he's ever known like, that pause where he upgrades girl to woman is really important. He doesn't infantilize her. And, like, he takes care of her. But it's because he knows that she can do better and she just needs a little bit of help first. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I agree with that. It's good. So, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, Jack is... Like... He never did it for me, but we've already had, like, the age discussion. But, like, general man who stops you from killing yourself and that is nice to you is, like, <laughs> a good thing to be. <laughs> like, I am, I'm into that person. <laughs> you know? And I don't know. His, like, his, like, I'm cool because I never know where I'm going to wake up in the morning. And I'm a bit of a vagabond from Wisconsin, but I ended up in Paris. Like, that whole shtick is probably trying a little bit too hard to make him, like, adventurous and appealing and maybe a little bit mysterious. And that part I'm not as into. But it works as a pairing for Rose because that's kind of what she wants without admitting, or she at least wants to try that kind of thing. Like, all her, her whole life is planned out. And she doesn't... She doesn't get a say. She's standing in the middle of a room, screaming, and nobody even looks up. So, like, I don't know. They they feel, they feel like characters who were written for each other, without them necessarily trying to pigeonhole either of them into an ideal romantic ideal. Yeah, an ideal romantic ideal. Yeah. Like like people like Jack because he works so well with Rose. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, he is... There's nothing bad about Jack, really. Like, it, it's that, that's one of those things why I ask, is he just like a manic pixie dream boy? Because, like, there's, there seems to be no downside to Jack at all. He's, he's all. he's all upside, and we always see him being great and lovely and caring for Rose and I don't know there's it makes it feel like there's how jaded I guess I was hoping for a little bit more depth 
what, I was what gonna was say that? though, how how jaded does that make people be? Like society though, if we see a person and like yes, no one is perfect. We all have our downsides and our darker moments. But that you see a person like Jack, who is wonderful and seems like such a fleshed out, well-rounded character, perfect compliment to Rose. And it's like, but where's the darkness? I don't know. I feel like it it, it comes across as like, dude, you okay? You can't <laughs> like, just enjoy him for where's the who edge? he is right now. Yeah, like, I don't know that the movie would have I think it would have almost seemed side. like there, were, I don't know there that was too much going on out. if they tried to be like, also... Jack is dark and edgy. He secretly has a leather jacket, but he lost it in the poker game. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't work. No, I, I just mean like. I mean, I kind of get what you mean. I just like 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 what if what if he had actually stolen the diamond? I'd be like, well, he's poor. Okay, and so the thing about that people. scene is that they both should have taken the diamond anyway. Like. Pawn it, start your life together. It bothers me that she doesn't take the diamond in the first place. So I get really mad when she's mad that Jack stole the diamond because, like, what is Cal gonna do with it? Cal's already rich. Yeah. You should both take the diamond. This isn't about pride. But like, even or morality. I'm just saying, like, anyway, even if there was question. one small, small downside to Jack, like, he he lives his life, you know, traveling around and doesn't have much money. But he gets by by stealing stuff sometimes. You know, he steals the coat or borrows the coat. And, you know, what if he did have the opportunity to steal this incredibly large, ridiculous diamond? And was like, yeah, all right, I'll stick that in my pocket. I think, though... Like, wouldn't that, wouldn't that give him a little bit more... I don't, like, depth isn't the right no. word. But, like, wouldn't that give, give his character something else other than like being perfect all the time no because <laughs> i feel like yeah he doesn't have a whole lot of money and he tries to get by on doing drawings and various different odd jobs and if he occasionally has to steal something fine eat the rich anyway but i feel like he would recognize that stealing that necklace is therefore stealing from rose and he cares about Rose too much to do that to her. So it's it's not like if Rose had been like, hey, I'm getting off with you when we get in New York. Um, neither of us have any money, so I'm going to take this necklace. I think he'd be like, great, awesome, let's do it. But I think unprompted, he'd be like, that's stealing from Rose. I'm not going to hurt Rose that way. So I don't think it's it's a... It's a, like, I don't know. I think he has the potential to do that. And I think maybe you can interpret it by him borrowing the jacket and various different other bits of his character. But he's still a good person. He's not gonna he's not gonna hurt her that way. I, I get I get you wanting him to do something like that to to give him that because like I don't know, hurting her by stealing a necklace feels ultimately like it's not gonna break a romance. So I I, I get what you're saying, but ultimately I just don't think it would add enough to the movie to bother writing it in. Like, this is fine. And and Kristen's right. He wouldn't... St he, that would be stealing from Rose inadvertently. Sort of. Well, she puts... Eh, 
they should have taken it. They should have taken it. That's my stance. But like, <laughs> but like, I feel like you saying, but Jack is too good. You're probably like the people who when Superman comes to town and does nothing but is wonderful to people, you're like, but he's an alien and one day he's going to screw us over. So we have to kill Superman. Like, that is what you're doing <laughs> that right is now. Not, that is not. Why do you want to kill Superman, That is David? not my Superman stance. Yeah, there are people but who don't do... like Superman and who don't like Steve Rogers because they're like, they're too good of characters. No one is that great. And it's like, sometimes people just are. It may not happen often, but they are. And Jack Dawson is one of those good people. He's a good bean. <laughs> and like, he needs to be a good bean, you know? Like, it's, it's let him be a good bean. No, you're right. He can, I mean, I don't have anything against Jack being a good person <laughs> you say with such a tone like i guess it's fine that he's wonderful if he has to be did you like smile when he died were you happy <laughs> no okay but another thing that i one other thing i did know about titanic is that jack dies and wow. that there is plenty of room on that door he tries to get is. on it he okay, tries to okay. get on so, it, and then it starts to sink, yeah. and so he can't get on it. And so even though there's technically enough room, it would have gone down because of their weight and the water, and I will fight people over this. Well, I used to be very bothered by that scene because they try one time, and it's like, you can try multiple times. Try from different angles. Get on the door. But, like, I don't know. They probably would have just wasted time, which is the thing that I hate in movies. A thing that David didn't like in this movie. So this movie did that for you, David. They had them try only once and not fit on the door for you. And you can't even fake it. <laughs> Come on. Like, I would have... Mythbusters, Mythbusters did an episode because everybody's always like, Jack could have fit on the door. So they did one to figure it out with dummies that were like the weight of Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. And the Kate dummy had the life jacket. And they discovered that they could have both gotten on the door if they thought to only put their torsos on the door and let their legs dangle in the water. But, and that way they would have survived because their important parts are, are out of the water. Hmm, maybe. So that's Mythbusters, but they didn't have access to Mythbusters. They did not. In 1914. I think maybe the one argument I will take for like... 1912? 1912. 1912. The one argument... 1912. I got the April 14th confused. I will take of Jack could have survived is if Rose had done this. Is the only one is if Rose had actually stayed on the lifeboat because Jack very clearly is a smart cookie and could have figured this out on his own, found his way to the door, etc. And then Rose would be safe on the boat. And then we'd like to think that they could be reunited. But it's such... A gesture of romance like she can't leave Jack and then god I love the part where she you know jumps off the boat onto the big boat and then everyone pulls her in and then Jack immediately starts running after her and you can just see like the yeah. look of fear and also love in his eyes like god it's so good you're so stupid Rose and then like when she's out of the boat the, the like flares are going up in the background and they're playing the Celine Dion song really slow. <laughs> yeah it's like god I I can't I I begrudgingly agree with the argument that like if Rose had just gotten on the boat then Jack could have found his own way to survive because like maybe that's right but I also feel like 
there's sexism somewhere in that oh, argument. Oh, for sure. With, like, women only cause trouble. Like, if she had just and done what unfair. she was told and stayed on the boat, you could have let the yes. man handle this. Like, okay, let's... Mixed feelings. You also could have mixed feelings. let the man handle it in that he could have been like, okay, now that you're on this door, you stay here. I'm going to go find another thing to float on. Like, that right, was like, an option. Don't stop searching. Like, if yeah. we want to Come get on. nitpicky... We can get nitpicky, or we can just enjoy the movie. Alternate spots. They could have. They could have used their body heat to keep each other warm, and both survived. Well, I don't know that they had any body heat left to share. That water's cold. It feels like a thousand knives. Yeah. Twenty-eight it's, degrees. It's, Most yeah. people die in fifteen to thirty minutes. <laughs> that cardiac arrest. That's a fact. That'll get you. <laughs> So the thing that David suggested would not have worked, but there are other ways that it would have worked. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel I like... I obviously have not... I don't know. I have not it's, read it's into... It's just sad. I feel like in I have every... not read into Titanic as much as you have, so I will defer yeah, to your, your, your research. I like that, obviously, in all the episodes, we yell at David and we're like, David, no, that's a bad take! But I like that in this one, it's even more so, like, you are getting no slack. <laughs> no, none. We are on the warpath this episode. Because <laughs> you like Titanic. God. It's just how it is. Titanic is good. The sky is blue and people like Titanic. These are facts. <laughs> I those, are, those are facts. I could have done with, like, 90 minutes less boat movie no because you have to set up the yes, love story to see why is... they're so yeah like enamored with each other and why they to risk it all for each other and then you have to see them I'm, risk I'm it fine. all for each other i'm fine with that yeah. but then like get rid of the treasure hunting nonsense no and no. yes it's a fun c plot and... no because it means something in the future wouldn't, to the people who were just like, isn't, like, like, uh, isn't love eternal, when, Hallie? Doesn't that mean something? Well, not if we don't see it being love eternal. I think it's important to see that Rose did survive into her old age, and she had a life, and she had babies, and she got to do stuff. She's got a picture where she's like a pilot, and she's on a horse. Yeah, and she that, really had a very good long life. That stuff is important. Also, yeah, that, side... and that could have happened at the end. We could have jumped ahead to the future at the end. We didn't need. 20 minutes of like submarine action treasure okay, hunting okay, stuff but, 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 you into the story. but yeah and like and like can it be argued that so titanic as a tragedy is just fascinating like it's just a fascinating sad human thing that happened and people already knew about titanic before the movie so can't it be argued that that was for the sake of the audience though because like we're so used to hearing about like oh this was found on the titanic here's like a museum thing of things that were discovered from the titanic like like going down into the ship with the broken things puts you in the mindset of here is here is the ship that we know and then we're going to transport you back look look it's being rebuilt with the magic of cinema now it's a big now it's a big ship the the way that it was and and here's rose it's cool it's a good it's a good segue and i think it matters thematically and i think it is important to start there maybe it could be cut down by five to ten minutes but i think the framing device as a whole is very important also things to add on to that 
are, well, one's just a funny-ish side comment. But then the other one is if we're talking about, and I hadn't even considered that, like framing it for the audience. Um, okay, well, I guess I'll lead with the other thing first. Is that <laughs> I am so accustomed to hearing Titanic and thinking of the movie, not so much the actual boat and the sinking of it that occurred in 1912, that a couple months ago when I was watching this, I had to ask my dad and I was like, this might be a dumb question, but when this came out, the the sinking of the Titanic was, was like a big deal, right? Like that was a thing that was well established and people knew about it. And he was like, oh yeah, no, that was, Titanic was famous. And then, you know, you had the movie make it more famous. And I was like, okay, okay. Because again, for me, it came out in 97. I was born in 94. All I have known is the movie when people reference Titanic. But, so... It was an actual event that obviously people definitely knew about before this. And if you're thinking about it in terms of the context of the audience, again, when looking at fun facts, is that for a long time, they believed that the Titanic actually sunk as one piece. They didn't know that it had broken in two until 1985 when they had submarines go down there. And then they found the two separate parts of the ship and they're about like a third of a mile from each other. And so even though this came out, 12 years later, 12 years is not that long of a time. Like, that's still a fairly recent discovery if yeah. you're like, wow, we only just discovered that this thing that happened many, many decades ago actually happened differently than we thought. So I think you do get that extra little bit of, like, they're exploring the Titanic. They're seeing what else is down there. They're pulling out artifacts. They're trying to find this lost diamond. And it adds an extra little like, layer, aside from, we're plopping you into a period piece, here's a romance, and a boat sink, have fun. Yeah, and it's like, it's real underwater footage, isn't it? I feel like I've read somewhere that it's like, it might be, real they had to like, read of the Titanic. Uh, they helped, I think, trying to film things for this, came up with like, new submarine technology, just in the effort to get good footage of the titanic which is cool. it's super okay, hang cool on. i don't know how to google titanic footage is it real because i'm gonna get like no it is not rose and jack were not real people i don't know i'm gonna find out though and i'm gonna tweet about it and i'm gonna get a retroactive point but i think Kristen should get a point for the 1985 thing this is the only time i will ever voluntarily suggest Kristen gets a point and that's only because Kristen and I are united front right now. <laughs> Woo! I get a point. Yeah. Today and only today. Yeah, Kristen gets January 4th. Kristen gets a point for that. Thank you. I thought that was a really fun fact that I hadn't learned any other time I've looked at the Titanic, which is every time I watch Titanic. Yep. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I think for me the period piece in the romance was enough or would have been enough but you don't like, like fun <laughs> fun and so you're not gonna <laughs> like you know the the new like of course you aren't a fan of them running down the hallway with the big wall of water behind them you thought the action and adventure movie pirates of the caribbean had too much action <laughs> and adventure like she's got a point so of course the big drama you know, disaster movie cliches that are great, you're going to be like, not my cup of tea. And that's fine. But 
you're wrong. Is it? Is it fine? It's not. I it's, take no. it back. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's fine. It's not fine. Not when it comes to Titanic. Uh, I guess it helps that I don't watch disaster movies, really, so I don't really know all the tropes. Titanic is just a good movie where things like that happen. And I'm, like, invested in all the moving parts that play into the disaster part. It's kind of like how a horror movie is kind of boring if you don't care about, like, the characters or if they're not already in a psychologically precarious position when the horror movie begins. Like, you gotta, you gotta have that kind of stuff. You gotta have that. To help frame the disaster. You gotta, you gotta have a cow who's just a dick and just the <laughs> worst and who you hate, but he's Billy Zane, so you love him. <laughs> like, like, he's so good at that movie. I, uh, uh, the, 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 he's got, like, two of the most memeable lines, which are, I have a child! <laughs> and, um, I put the diamond in the coat. Coat I put on the her. coat on her! <laughs> like, there's such, there's such good deliveries. They're so distinctive. And, like, one of the reasons I suggested Titanic as the first movie of 2021 is because somebody tweeted, like, all the uh, anti-vaxxers or the yes. people who like didn't want to help COVID relief getting the first vaccines and it's Cal, I have a child because it's very accurate. It's very accurate. Yes. Very accurate, but less fun because it's happening. <laughs> and the Titanic didn't happen. <laughs> well, like we don't know that there was a man who was like, I have a child, maybe on the Titanic. Well, Hallie, has Google told you whether or not the movie uses real footage? Because we don't know, Hallie. No. That could be actual I... footage from 1912. <laughs> and they just found <laughs> a person who looks a scary amount like Billy Zane. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Um. Maybe I could just Google sub um, submarine footage at the beginning of Titanic. Not not is Titanic real? That's almost. <laughs> I love when they tried to build another Titanic. Literally, everyone was like, "No, d do not build another Titanic. You are asking for trouble." Oh, I would I would go on that ship. I would do. I it. would go on the ship if it wasn't well, going luckily, out to sea. Thanks. To <laughs> Luckily, thanks to global warming, there aren't as many icebergs anymore. Uh, <laughs> hooray! Sad times. That's an upside. One, one, one point for global warming. Don't give points to global warming. Don't encourage it. It was it was a joke, Kristen. Do Wait, you... can can I can I redeem myself no. and go <laughs> <Maybe>. with? <laughs> can can I pick something that everyone should like that I also liked? Which is yeah. Molly Brown. Molly Brown's great! Oh yeah, Molly Brown. Unanimously adored. The yeah, unsinkable she's... Molly Brown. She's great. And like, even from really early on where she's like the only one that respects Rose and then like goes out of her way to get Jack all dressed up for dinner and everything. And like, it's yeah. really, really looking out for them. She's and then when she's on the life when she's on the lifeboat and is like the only person who wants to go back and try and save people, Molly Brown. Molly Brown. A good good noodle. Good noodle. A good noodle. All around good noodle. Also, oh yeah. A good noodle to Jack's good bean. Rose's mom being like, Oh, I hope the boats aren't too crowded. Like, lady, there are bigger fish <laughs> to fry here. And we should be right. following like, the advice think, of Molly Brown. I think Part of the reason 
Titanic is so fascinating, at least to me, but I know also to a lot of people, is, like, it is a travesty almost entirely human in the making. Like, like, oh yeah, we're gonna build this huge unsinkable ship, and because we want it to be pretty, we're not gonna put the necessary number of lifeboats on here. I'm pretty sure after Titanic, the lifeboat rule was... You have to, you have to have like we don't care if you, you want it to look life pretty to have enough passengers. You have to have them on the boat, and then like, like um, I don't know, just like uh, the unsinkable ship. We're going fast. Uh, the ice, like the weather conditions, were one in a million. Just, just perfect for not being able to see icebergs until one was like right there. And oh, if we had crashed directly into it, would have been would fine. Would have been fine. Go figure. But not fine. And then, like, because, you know, capitalism, like, oh, boats are seated by class. If you're in a first class, you're probably fine. But oh, those poor people in steerage, like, when they're locked behind the gates, ah, oh, Titanic yeah. stresses me out so much. Because, I mean, I I don't know. This isn't real footage. Maybe it is. I'm still Googling. But, like, <laughs> the pandemonium was probably something approximating that in the movie i can't say i don't know but i'm fascinated by it. also apparently like morbidly the the boat the titanic wasn't at max capacity and so if it had been the number of lifeboats could have only held one third of the passengers instead of one half jesus so even that's worse not, that's not many no yeah that is not many not many at all oh but i think I think the upper class snobby characters are like very, very good for what they need to be. Like Rose's mom sucks, whatever. Kaladin, uh, Kaladin Hockley also sucks, but he at least I have a child, and he like gets away by being a little bit weaselly, even though he's like given up. He gave up at least one spot on a boat to hunt Jack and Rose down. Like I don't, he just he didn't deserve to live, and he did, and that's frustrating. Until the... Uh, but kind of pleasing. Until the Great Depression. Until the stock market crash. Like, that's a more fitting end for him. I don't know. He, his story is just fascinating to me. Uh, and then you have um, the guy, the other ship designer With person. With the mustache. Is it Mr. Andrews? Yeah, yeah. Who was like, we should make the ship go fast. And um, uh, I believe you'll get your headlines, Mr. Ismay. I don't think that's Ismay. It. Hold on. I think that's it, because I can only identify things through quotes that I just remember. <laughs> but what if you're just remembering it wrong? The, the collective consciousness remembers. Like, what if his name is actually Mr. Yzma, and you're just remembering badly? Mr. Yzma? <laughs> Hang on, well, let me Principal Google that. Amzie? I did find an answer to the footage question. What is the answer to the footage question? Um, hang on, I'm looking at Mr. Ismay first. Mr. Ismay. Titan, I was right. I-S-M-A-Y. Oh. Oh man, he looks mm. he looks the exact same on Google as he did in the movie. The old the old the old picture. Um yeah, like him getting on the boat. Um and then the the Ah, his name is Will. I don't know what his last name is. Turner. Looking at him for appointed Thank you for a pointed 2 to 4 seconds somewhere on there before loving the boat lower. Yeah. Like man, he's such a he's such a snivelly little Howard. And then and then I only know his name is Will because Will, no! <laughs> then he shoots himself in the head because he shot Tommy and it's really, really sad. And it's just a lot going on and it stresses me out and for some reason I like it. I don't know. It's very dark. <laughs> it's a lot. It's very, I like all the characters and it's just like, 
a sad tragedy. All tragedies are sad by definition, but I don't know. I don't know. The answer <laughs> to this Titanic thing is that most of the underwater footage is real, and anything you see on a monitor is 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 the actual underwater That's footage. That's so cool. Some of the um, yeah, some go. of the other stuff. But David doesn't staged, think it's but cool. anything with a fish in it is real. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, so for the record, I do think, like, I am interested in the Titanic as a historical event, and all of this trivia is very cool. The fact that they got actual footage of the ship, that is pretty cool. David I'm just wishes more... it had all been cut out of the movie. I, I am more interested in the <laughs> actual history of the events than I am in the movie. That is... And then, like, I really like when uh, the assistant submarine man is going through what happened on the Titanic. Like, oh, they hit the berg, and then it flooded these, and then the ship capsized or whatever. First, I think that's a very good way of running through the semantics for us, the audience, to be like, oh, here is here is how the Titanic went down. But it also serves as a really good introduction for Rose, because she points out how clinical it is. And she's like, my experience was somewhat different. Old Rose is a baller. I love her. It's been 84 years. That is that is also... It's been 80... That's like the Titanic meme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, looking up IMDB stuff. to try to find out if I... Uh, if you were correct with Mr. Ismay or whatever. Did you know that the, the little, like, butler guy who's with Cal, who's just shady and follows them everywhere... His character's name yeah. is Spicer Lovejoy. <laughs> what a name. I love it. I can't believe he didn't have a bigger role with a name like Spicer Lovejoy. That's so good. It's so good. Why would they give such a side character a name? Why would why would they waste that name on that man? I don't know, but I have never God. once known that until now. I wish I had known it when I was watching, and I could have been like, man, that Spicer loved Joy. What a rapscallion. As he falls between the two sides of the ship. Bye, Spicer. You had a good run. Not really. Also, like, Mm. I don't know, he probably was just employed by the family, but like, what's his deal, man? He just seems grouchy. He is very grouchy. We don't like that. We don't like that. Oh, we don't like the grouchy sex sexists in the in, on the Titanic. No, we do not. Who did you guys get in the character quiz? Oh yeah. So I I have continued my winning streak because I got. Hold on. <laughs> you can't even remember. Remember. No, I I was just on the wrong tab. No, I got I got Rose. I got Rose DeWitt. Boom. I still can't say your last name. <laughs> Bucater. 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 I got Rose. Bucater. And she's the God. and she's the best. Rose is great. I agree and, because I also got Rose. And the quote for Rose is, "Don't presume to tell me what I will or will not do. You don't know me." Which, I don't know. I guess that's who I am now. <laughs> While you're sleeping on the couch. Well, because <laughs> that's the only place you can sleep now. You don't know me. 
I also got rose, so this is just like our uh, my big fat Greek wedding episode where we all got the same Always. character. <laughs> well, but in that one, it was like a weird side character who doesn't really do anything. But this one, we all got the main character. Who didn't even have a so cool name like Spice or Lovejoy. God. Well, who did you want to get, Kristen? Because you said that you were unhappy with your result. I mean, Rose is great. I'm not. I'm not displeased with Rose because she's awesome. But I love Jack and I love Molly Brown and she was one of the pictures and I'm like, God, if I get Molly, I will be at my peak. And I was kind of bummed. Everybody wants to be Molly. I didn't Brown. get Molly. I didn't get Jack. I didn't think I would get Jack because I'm not like like Jack. But it would have been nice. At least Molly Brown would have been a result I could agree with more than uh, more than Beth. That's true. You guys just yeah. don't like to accept that I'm the best of us. I have given you several unwarranted compliments tonight. Yeah, it's weird. Invasion of the Body but, Snatchers? Yeah, because we agree on Titanic. Titanic is a gift. So you should just you should just take I them. I've seen this movie so many times and I can't tell right? if, if it's just me getting older and getting more emotional or if the movie just still has this effect on me. But I, I cried at a part that I had never even cried at before, but I have seen multiple times. <laughs> and the thing is, I can't remember what, what part? part it is, but I know that last night I was God! watching it and I was like, it's just so unfair. They were so you in had love. One job. I mean, it was definitely like when when they were on in the water at some point, or they were about. If they weren't in the water, they were very soon going in the water. It was somewhere around there, but it was before Jack died, which you know you expect people to cry at that. But no, it was somewhere before then. I actually, the first time I sat down and watched it all the way through. I didn't cry at the, well, I was already crying, but, like, that part <laughs> didn't make me cry. Because, like, I don't every Jack dies. Like, that's just knowledge yeah. that we have. So I was, like, expect, expecting it. You know, like, that's part of the tragedy of the tale that they are choosing to tell. But, like, I, the old couple laying in the bed. Yeah. As the water comes. I can't, I can't watch <laughs> that scene. I have to, I, I can't, I'm teaming up right now. I can't. Yeah, there was. I can't do it. And the mom reading the bed story to God. her children when we like, saw her earlier be like, oh, they're yeah. doing first class people and then they're going to come for us. And it's like, God, the we class to be ready system, now, won't we? they never came for it's them. God, fuck humans. Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh my God. The, the, the little, it's just sad. It's really sad. Yeah. Scenes like that, like with the, the old couple and the water is just like rushing under their bed. And then oh, also God. the... Um, where we get to see in the lifeboat the the whole sea of like frozen dead bodies. Yeah. Those yeah. were both like really difficult and really moving images that I sort of wish that there were more of those things in the movie. Like those were like the two two like of the most affecting things that happened and they were just real brief scenes. But I don't know. I was really into those. I I feel that I could go for some more of those because again I'm morbidly fascinated by Titanic and I like when it makes me upset. I don't know. I just, there's in the frozen bodies there's a woman holding like a newborn and it's like it's so it's so sad. Yeah. 
it's so sad and I don't have any other points to make besides it's so sad so I'm just yeah. like repeating it a million times yeah okay so a scene that I also really enjoyed that wasn't sad is the the scene where Jack draws Rose and yeah that's a really nice scene yeah it's so it's so sweet and so funny like they're both teasing each other the whole time like Rose is like, oh, the great artist is blushing. I bet Monet never blushed. <laughs> and things like that. That was a, a scene that I really felt, I don't know, I really felt both of the characters as real and, and human and funny. And like, I could feel their their connection and their relationship a lot in that scene. Yeah, it's a, like, it's it's weird because that scene is uh, the reason I was not allowed to watch the movie when I was a child. I have I have a memory of like being in my sister's room and they were all trying to watch Titanic. And they're all like way older than I am. And I was just there. And then they realized that I was there after a while. And they were like, you can't be here. So they called in my mom and she was like, honey, get out of there. And like, that's, that's the reason that a lot of parents don't let their children watch Titanic because a woman is naked for a minute. But then when I was an adult, it's like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, the most erotic moment in Rose's life. But it's, like, built on Rose getting something that she explicitly wants because she doesn't want another picture of her looking like a China doll. And it feels like a, com- like a kind of like a coming-of-age moment and like a moment where they bond and have romance. So it, it, it feels a lot less like, ooh, naked woman. Right. Yeah. Than I thought that it would. Like it, it feels weirdly like it needs to be there. Yeah, definitely. It's not. Like it's not, sexualized really, like. Mm-hmm. They, they go out of their way to, make it like really sweet and funny. And, yeah, I don't know. And and Jack is a professional, and. Yeah doesn't like because he's great you know doesn't try and take advantage of the situation where rose is naked he's in a he's an upstanding guy Mm-hmm. yeah very nice yeah he's an upstanding guy and it's just a very human moment between the two of them it's very nice it's very sweet yeah i also love the scene when they're dancing when he's like want to go to a real party or whatever he says and then they go down to the uh third class area and they're just having so much fun and that's you know the moment where you can tell that rose like lets her guard down from the moment he like pulls her in closer to dance and then she's like but i don't know how to dance i don't know this step or whatever and he's like neither do i but they just go along with it and then they're dancing on the table and when they're swinging around and you can just see how happy they look together like it's the most precious thing and then it does the abrupt cut to the to the smoking room yeah yeah like, oh yes the stocks and the dividends i really like that cut <laughs> I think in the supreme funny. course yeah i think my favorite part of that scene like other than like when they're dancing and everybody is really enjoying themselves um well one of my favorite parts is when they do get on the table and rose like knows irish step dancing somehow <laughs> and it's like yeah. is like really pretty good at it but is the the tiny little like 
insignificant throwaway thing where Sven the or not Sven, one of the Swedish guys is arm wrestling and Leonardo DiCaprio just comes in and reaches over and grabs two beers <laughs> and yeah, hands one to Rose that's... like as as they're like locked in this like tense arm wrestling thing. He just comes over and grabs them some drinks and then goes on. I just love that little moment so much. I remember when I was younger seeing her do the toe thing and being like, what's the big deal? I can also stand on my tiptoes, but that's really hard to do. Yeah, like she's like on like, like one toe. Full on ballet. She's like yeah. one toe. It. I also have a hard time watching that because I I don't like watching toes do that, as we discussed a little bit for <laughs> for the for the black swan. Like ballet is already a horrible thing. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't like. Anti anti toe standing. What else? What else should we talk about? We talked about, we talked about high society a little bit, and it sucks. Eat the rich. It um, sucks. It's like like the class divide. I don't know. The Titanic is just like a textbook example of class divide and why it's bad. Yeah. I do like maybe that's how why it's such a the thing that really iconic tragedy makes Rose kind of like snap out of it. Not snap out of it per se, but you know, decide no, I'm not doing this anymore is she sees that mom sitting with her girl at, like, tea or lunch or something, and the girl's relaxed and slouched in the chair, and then the mom makes her sit up. And you can tell that Rose is thinking, like, God, that's how my life has been this whole time. If I have kids, that's what I'm going to have to do to my child, and I hated this. Like, this is garbage. This sucks. Yeah. And then I like that that's just the thing that makes her be like, no, I'm out, not doing this anymore. Bye. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, high society. Also, they're so mean to Molly just because she's new money, but God, she's amazing. Because she's new money. Yeah, because, like, ah, uh, I don't know. I've never really understood the new money versus old money. Like, I under, like I, I know what it means. Very West Egg, East Egg it's very, something. Yeah, West Egg, East Egg. <laughs> but, like, like, that was the first time... In high school, reading Great Gatsby, I was introduced to the concept, and, like, I just did not understand it. <laughs> right? I was while. like, okay, but you're all rich, so, like, what's right, like the Right, like, you point? have money. <laughs> like, what are you taught? Like, why why are you still with Tom Buchanan? I don't know. Liter- great literary questions. It's weird. It's complex. Society sucks. That they But, like, do. also, if I were given the chance to, like, have tea in a recreation of the Titanic first-class dining room, like, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh, in a heartbeat. Like, yeah. But that's also I, I'd pay the, the understanding I'd pay the money for that. of, like, I am going to pretend to be in this upper-crust society for an afternoon while I have my tea instead of, like, growing up in that stifled environment. Also, unrelated, yeah. but when her and Cal are having breakfast the next morning... Uh, whatever room they're in is amazing like of all the rooms in the titanic that's the one i like the most there's so much greenery it is it's like yeah it's like a breakfast patio it's amazing yeah if i could have a boat breakfast patio and just like (laughs) eat little scones there every morning i freaking would yeah yeah that is the problem that that is the problem with money and (laughs) hating people that have money is lit. <laughs> sometimes you also just want to have those nice things too 
Yeah. Yeah. I I do appreciate how they like because obviously the the Titanic is angled towards like not many of the third class passengers survived because of the glass system, but they they do really they show you the differences between how like the Dewitt Bucator's room has like five rooms. Yeah. In their little compartment area, At and then the steerage has the four bunk beds. Right. And like I don't know, I appreciate seeing the visual contrast so that we get an idea of like how stupid it was. Right. God. Also, God, one moment that was really sad was when those those poor foreigners were de- they were looking at the sign that just said E-Deck, oh, and they had the little translator yeah. book thing, oh, and they're God. flipping through, and I'm like, God, that sucks. Like, you're already in so steerage, and you're being trapped down there, and everyone's in a panic, so no one's stopping to help you, and you don't understand the, the words that are in front of you, and everything requires being translated. And, and it was horrible. It was horrible. I did not like that scene, because I'm like, man, I just want to help them out. Like, yeah. I want to help everyone, but especially... It's just... They don't even know what people are saying. It, it's very frustrating. When I was in Germany, and they would just, like, have the announcements on the train, and they would go on forever in German, and then it would be very short in English. And I understand that sometimes German words are just longer, so eventually that adds up. But it, it happened so often that at some point I turned to my dad, and I was like, I don't... I don't think they're giving us all the information. Like, there's stuff that they're not telling us because this message is so much shorter. And that's that's me still getting the English translation, being like, God, what are they saying? And these poor people with their little book just... (sighs) It was really sad. It's yeah, Yeah, they're just like all those like little moments that you suddenly remember from the very long movie are just I don't know they still they still sucker punch me in the gut when I watch it it's just like really sad and upsetting yeah but I love it like a lot like every like I love this movie every time it's on TV which is often I put it on also like, oh, Titanic's a, on better tune in this is a dumb thought but when I was younger I also like when uh, Jack is dancing with that little girl and he's like come on Corey you're still my best girl or whatever. I remember being confused that she was in steerage because to me she was dressed like Samantha Parkington, the American girl doll. Right. And I'm like, Samantha is very clearly first class. So I just, I don't understand. She has a pretty dress on. Shouldn't she be, you know, up with Rose? I was very confused. (laughs) An outfit specifically for catching butterflies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's how rich Samantha is. <laughs> Gotta put on one of her butterfly catching out. And she probably has at least two. In case probably. one gets dirty. It happens when you're catching butterflies. <laughs> it does. But no, I just appreciate that. I think when I first saw the movie, I was, I don't know, probably in like sixth grade. Nothing means anything to you when you're 11. Not at this scale. And it's so good. And I feel like each time I watch it, I just appreciate it that much more. Yeah. And you know what? Props to the props to the Celine Dion song, because it somehow exists 
as a very memeable song that's like extremely funny when you put it into other contexts, but within its original context in the movie, it's still really sweet it's and so meaningful. Good. And like the tune will make me tear up when it's in the movie. Like it somehow manages to do its job while also being able to be used for funny things. Like there was there was a um there was a character in a video game who died, and I was really, really sad about it. So my friend sent me this video where he's giving, like, his final speech before he dies, and then suddenly it turns into black and white, and they play the Titanic theme on a recorder. And so I started laughing, and then it just turned into tears, because it was the <laughs> Titanic theme, and I was, like, full-on sobbing by the end of it. <laughs> because I was so sad. <laughs> this song is too much power combined with things that I like. I don't know. It's just a real good time. It's a total 10. And you're the worst for making it a 6. Like, David, this deserves to at least be a 7. The 6 yeah, is an like abomination. Yeah, like, 7 maybe. Maybe I would accept due to your differing sensibilities. But, like, a 6 is unacceptable, man. <laughs> I don't know. Can we talk about the ending, actually? Yeah, let's do that. When she drops the diamond into the ocean at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what is what is going on with the ending? I used, to, I used to be mad at that because I was like, well, you're never going to find it, which I know is the point, but like that was the first thought. Like, look what you've done, Rose. <laughs> Nobody gets the heart of the ocean now. And, like, maybe that's good, because it's a really... It's too much. That necklace is too much. It's probably for the best that it's gone. But it also feels like a waste to just throw up in the ocean. And I kind of get that it's symbolic, but... They have spent three years looking for this jewel. And she's like, surprise, I had it the whole time. And now no one (laughs) gets it. But I was waiting to teach a life lesson before I revealed that I had it. But is it just a dream? And does she die at the end? Like... She dies yes. at the end. She dies at the end. Are you sure? She's, yeah. She's lived to tell her story, and then she dies, and then her heaven ghost goes to the Titanic, where she was happy with Jack. Which and makes me cry every time. And all the people who died at the Titanic who were good are lined up. Mr. Andrews is there, and Tommy is there, and Fabrizio is there, and best girl Cora is there. Like, I I cry every time at that scene, but especially for some <laughs> reason this time, when when the musicians nodded at her, I was like, oh, oh my god. god, the musicians. They stayed on the boat. And, oh. And the song is playing. Yeah, no. It, she definitely that that was real. That happened. That's real footage from the Titanic. She dropped the the, the stone into the ocean, and then she died. It sounds like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. <laughs> but that's what happened on the Titanic. That's why history doesn't lie. That's why the movie was so expensive. <laughs> because they bought them out of the ocean and then they threw it away. <laughs> God. I can't believe she had that and she didn't pawn it immediately. Like, she's she's penniless in America. Has no one. She doesn't even have, like, Jack with her so they can figure stuff out together. And she doesn't immediately pawn that necklace. See, I'm, not, she... I'm not convinced that that's a real thing that happens when she goes out and has the necklace and drops it in the ocean. Why? 
Why would it not be a real thing? Because, I don't know, it seems so surreal. Like, the whole... I disagree. Continue. I don't know, the, just the whole scene with her walking out in her nightgown and having the the necklace that somehow she's kept all these years and tosses it into the ocean. I don't know. There was something about it that I was just like, is this a dream sequence? And then, like, we we transitioned from watching the necklace fall into the ocean to her lying in her bed and we see like the shadowy ghost necklace drifting down which makes me think it's a dream and that immediately no. transitions into the scene on the titanic where she's maybe dead well no it's like hallie said it's it's she told her story and they also mentioned that she's, like, over 100 years old, like 101 or 104 yeah. oh, yeah. uh-huh. or something. And so she finally got to tell her story, and she had she said that she never spoke this aloud to anyone. And I think, you know, you could make a good argument that the necklace is just her holding on to the Titanic and her history with Jack. And so now that she has told this story, she can let it go. And then we do get to see from all the pictures on her desk before they show her sleeping slash being dead is that you know she was riding the horse with with the um the the what are they called roller coasters in the background and she was flying the plane and she did all these things that jack said that she should do and then it cut to her so it's doing the whole like she lived her life she got to do everything that she wanted to do and now what she wants to do most now that she's in her final resting place is be with jack again Plus, plus, uh, when Jack was was dying and talking to her, hanging onto the door, he was like, "No, you're not gonna, not here. You're gonna die, warm, warm in your bed." He had a lot more stuttering. I can't do the stuttering, <laughs> but he said the line, "You're gonna die warm in your bed." Yeah, and she was, and warm. she was warm and in a bed. So, right, like, I'm just connect the dots, David. <laughs> right, I'm just saying that, like, I don't, I don't believe that her dropping the necklace into the ocean is real. I don't think that's. I think she died in her bed. I like I, I'm, I'm willing to go along with that because she's not sleeping. Anyone, but it seems, I don't know. That was one of those moments where I laughed, where I don't think I was supposed to. That no, it seems if it's not a dream, then it seems like really ridiculous to me. I mean, I guess it is, but like by that point, we've been through so much <laughs> that. She just told her story and she relived her youth and so she wanted to do the thing again where she's on the back of the boat and she stands on the railing. And I have literally never heard anyone be like, hmm, is that scene real or fake? Like, all of the debate is, why, Rose, why do you drop the necklace? I have never once heard this. So, everybody's just upset that she does it. (laughs) Like, uh, uh, I don't know, because... The perfect ending to her story is like, okay, I've said my thing, and now I'm now I'm gonna pass away. But like, if she did just pass away quietly in her bed, without some scene between those things, I I don't think it would work. Like, we need to see Rose being happy and content one and doing time. something, and yeah, one last time. And like, this fulfills all those criteria before before she dies in her bed warm in her bed this it's it's a fact david <laughs> uh it's a titanic fact all right why are you so wrong today <laughs> i don't know 
It's just, <laughs> it's, it's 20, 2021. Really I've turned over a new leaf, and, and I'm just going to be wrong all the time. I didn't new ask year, to start 2021 year. on the same side as Kristen, but here I am. Here you are. Unfortunately, here I am. on the same side. <sighs> also, I was literally, been... I was sitting there, and I was watching the movie thinking, huh, what is David going to think of this? Because somehow, despite discussing and watching 30 other movies, I still can't quite pinpoint what you're going to think Great. about things. It's a surprise and, every time. And I was just like, huh, what's he gonna think? And then I thought, you know what? It's a very cinematic movie, though. Like, which sounds very redundant and dumb. But <laughs> it's a very cinematic movie. And the things that I thought were cinematic, you were like, wow, that's pretty dumb. It looked very cinematic, didn't it? And I'm like, well, okay, David. I just don't know what to do with you anymore. <laughs> okay, David. Could also be the, the, the motto for 2021. That's the title of the podcast. Okay, David. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that was, that was Titanic. Do we have any other... That was Titanic. Other... A classic pop culture phenomenon that will last forever. Yeah. That's uh, that's about a six. It's about a six. It's not. It is the, the lowest score I would give it. And that's on a day where I just don't want to watch it. I'm not in the mood. Something or other. It's probably an eight. I don't it's think just been so a good. Time that and I've it, not been in the mood for Titanic. Yeah, yeah. that's just a Before hypothetical scenario. Yeah, I'm well, with Hallie. Anytime it's on TV, I pop it on, even though with commercials, it's like five and a half hours long. But I'm like, you know what? I'm in. I'm here for it. It's my yeah. It's my Saturday. Yeah. Well, there. Uh, it could be your Saturday. It it was my Monday. <laughs> But you could make it your Saturday. Like like all the time. Like every Saturday. I could. New year, new you, David. Watch watch Titanic every Saturday. Maybe maybe it's a, a movie that gets better on rewatching. So at some point at some point I may revisit Titanic and see if I've been too harsh on it. Yes. But uh not not this Saturday. Not this day. You better not be as harsh to our next movie as you are to yeah. this one, because that is also yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. Correct. Well, this one, this was a hard one to write a summary for without giving anything away. But our next movie, Shrek and Fiona are happily married, living in the swamp with Donkey. Life is going well for the ogres until one day on his way to the castle, Shrek accidentally splatters mud on the boots of a sword-wielding cat who takes great offense to his beautiful shoes being dirtied and is out for revenge. Puss in Boots is not messing around either, torching Shrek's hut and threatening to burn down the entire swamp. Will the ogres be able to defeat the crazed cat before his nefarious, if over-the-top, plans come to fruition? Or will everything they love be consumed by flames? <laughs> That's right. Next time is Shrek 2. It's really dark for some reason. Puss in Boots is insane. <laughs> the way Jack Dawson should have been. <laughs> Apparently. Words that we put in your mouth and that will hate you forever for. 
No, Jack is fine. <laughs> Jack is fine. You just want him dead the oh, way man. you want Superman dead. <laughs> I also forgot. I forgot. Did Our you forget that this was this movie? I thought it was yeah. the movie we're doing after it, and I was so confused. <laughs> right when he started with Shrek, I was like, wait, that's not... <laughs> That's not right. No, He's not in that movie sh- that we're doing after this. No, it's it is. It's Shrek Two. The that was a pleasant surprise. The also, Shrek I somehow movie. don't remember us deciding on Shrek Two. Like he's seen the I've first seen one Shrek. miraculously, but I like it has been blocked from my memory. Like, sure, I forgot that Shrek was next on the list, and I thought we were going straight to the movie after that. But then after he was talking, I was like, oh, no, right, we did have this conversation. But I somehow completely forgot that it was the second one. We did, because he's seen the first, and the second is equally as beloved, if not more. The second is great. Yeah, it's one of those rare, the sequel's better than the original. You know what? I actually prefer, I think, Toy Story 2 to Toy Story. I don't know if that's a popular Yeah, I've always been that way. It's wonderful. Yeah. Toy Story 2 is, is phenomenal. It makes but it's me not like what we're watching more. next week. It's not what we're watching. It could be, because I don't think In I've seen weeks. Toy Story 2. I've seen the first one. Oh! I've seen it. You haven't yeah, seen Toy go- Story 2? Put that on the list. You have seen Toy Story 2? I think it is on the list. I've seen the original. Okay. Well, good. Like, several Let's times. Not... I've seen. Good. I've seen it like, a bunch. You just should have seen the original Toy Story. It's not... We should put Toy Story 2 on the list. I think we should should. watch it. I think it is on the list. After the other ones. Or have we seen Toy Story 2? Toy Story 3 is on the list. I don't think I've seen Toy Story 2. I knew that one's on the list. Do you remember Emperor Zurg? Who? Emperor Zurg. No. That's his name, right? I'm not. That's No, that's it. Yeah, that's it too. Emperor Zurg. No, I couldn't remember if Zerg was the name. That just sounded like a oh. sound. No, it's Zerg. It's a great name. So you don't know Emperor Zerg? No. I'm, Do you I know just, the part, the, the really I looked at the, the first line of the, the Wikipedia summary just to make sure, but no, I have not seen Toy Story 2. Oh my god, ah! it has one of the best moments in cinema that's just really satisfying to watch. It's true. Hallie, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, maybe not. I have a moment that I think is the perfect moment in cinema <laughs> that I like to watch. No, we'll but connect what? later. Okay, we'll sort that out. Yeah, we'll sort that out. Yeah, that's going on the list. It's going on the list. Right. Although but before that, Shrek two. Shrek, Shrek two. two. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be for next time in two weeks. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I enjoy it more than Titanic, so we don't have a repeat of this week's episode. <laughs> Where it's, it's quite just a jump, fury. Which... Right? <laughs> Unabated. Yeah. Unabated fury. <laughs> I think I did like Shrek a lot. I, I do remember okay. enjoying Shrek a lot. So if this one is as good, if not better than that, then I assume that... I will enjoy it. So we'll see. You are a wild cannon. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what I'm into? As long as it's not three hours. It's oh, not. It is in fact approximately the perfect movie length. Great. It's approximately four hours. 
that's the perfect movie length. Yeah, and it starts in the present. It starts of... in the present day. It You'd might be surprised at the similarities, David. Yeah. <laughs> like the storybook for like stop asking for things. Yeah. All right. That you'll probably get. <laughs> All right. So, until next time. Goodbye, Kristen. Goodbye, David. Goodbye, Hallie. Farewell, David. And goodbye, listeners. Thank you for for tuning in as always. And uh, we'll catch you again in two weeks. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye. episode is over because much like last year when I got into Titanic I just kept looking up facts about the Titanic yeah that's what you do and so when I was sitting in the room watching it someone would walk into the kitchen and I'd pause the movie first just to like get make sure you know they don't make noise and I'd interrupt or I'd miss something And then I would turn to whoever had walked into the kitchen and be like, did you know that the water was so cold when the Titanic sunk that most people, it took them only 15 to 30 minutes to die? And they would be like, yeah, I believe it. Water's pretty cold. And then I'd be like, but it wasn't from hypothermia like everyone thinks. It was either from (laughs) cardiac arrest or cold incapacity or... Like, they breathe, you know, all panicky and hyperventilating, and then they take in too much water, and then they drown. And my family was like, not a good time. (laughs) No. The worst part is that when you start getting interested in Titanic and looking up, like, trivia, they're just all that. It's all like, yeah, Titanic was sad. Titanic was bad. The water was cold. A lot of people died. But you're like, but did you know that this other bad thing happened? And it's just... It's just a lot of, like, bad trivia stacked on top, but you cannot stop looking it up.